Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And in this show, we'll explore topics of sustainable living, all aspects of health and wellness of people and planet, and how we're all interconnected. Join us on this journey to live better and more sustainably by improving our health, our families, and the world with the choices that we make. Well, hello. Welcome to Green with Tiffany. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And I just wanted to wrap up Plastic Free July. Yes, it's a thing. Now you know. It was started by an Australian woman. She founded it back in, I want to say like 2011, Rebecca Prince Ruiz. And it really is a global movement. And it's just a nice annual reminder to cut back and challenge yourself and definitely help nudge others to change their thoughts on plastic, try to use a little less and really become aware of the consumption of plastic that we we have. And it's become very popular and has kind of taken on a life of its own. And so it really helps to have people take little steps into using less and be a little bit more planet friendly, right? You wonder why July, but I think July is a great month. It's summer kids are out of school. It's a time where you're probably using a lot of disposables. You're at food gatherings, you're at the beach, you're traveling, you're doing a lot of to-go. And so it's a good place to start and carry it through the rest of the summer and hopefully the rest of the year. And it gives you a lot of challenges you can all do to kind of learn about plastic and what you're using and how you can use less. But what is so exciting about it to me is plastic was something that I was introduced to plastic pollution, uh, kind of when I started Green with Tiffany. And, you know, when you hear about these these gyres in the world's oceans and the most known and common one that you might hear is the Great Pacific Garbage Patch and how it's twice the size of Texas. And, you know, you can stand on it. It's a plastic island. And so that's what that's what started me off wanting to see what this looked like. And what I found was that for me, where I went, I didn't go to the Pacific gyre, I went to the Atlantic gyre. So the gyres are five gyres in the world's oceans, and it's where the the currents come together and swirl and kind of swirl all that trash in one place. And they can move out of the gyre, but it kind of keeps them a little bit more collected. And the plastic breaks down and it breaks down and it breaks down into tiny little pieces what is then considered microplastics. Not to be confused with microbeads, which are already created that small, but microplastics are what our plastics break down to be. And so they don't really ever go away. They just get smaller and smaller. And that is what I found on my plastic pollution expedition, which were microplastics that were right there on the surface that we collected. We sailed from Bermuda to Iceland Uh, very much uncharted territory, if you can imagine, and 21 days at sea. And the 32 samples, all 32 had microplastics in them. And that was really closer to the the top, right? It It wasn't even very deep or these trawls that we put down there to catch this water and plastic. And so it's really a wake up call to know that plastic is everywhere, everywhere. And it's just becoming a bigger issue. And so I wanted to share some statistics on that, but I also wanted to share some of the wins 
because now over the years, there's people behind the scenes working really hard to try and make a difference. And it's finally happening. The tables are turning, the tides are turning, if you will. So there is statistics like less than 9% of plastic is actually being recycled, which if you think about that, it's such a shame that we don't have the infrastructure to do that, to do it or do it right. Some places don't really even recycle at all. And the misnomer that your plastic water bottle can be recycled into another plastic water bottle, or maybe that's what you think, but it can't, it has to be downgraded. So it becomes something less and that's not bad. It could be a park bench or insulation, but we just create so much more waste than, than we can do anything with. So we just you throw it all away. Some of it gets recycled and then the rest just builds up. A lot of it ends up in our landfills. It ends up in our oceans. And so that is one of the other statistics that's really alarming is that, you know, I read 10, 10 million or, you know, 14 million, but whatever, whatever the number is, either one is scary, but 14 million tons of plastic end up in our oceans every year. What? How could you even, how, what does that even look like? And so they, they, they correlated to one truckload of trash, like a garbage truckload every minute, every minute into our ocean, the place that brings us happiness and joy and oxygen and, and sustenance, uh, food supply, and, you know, a beach house, <laughs> it's all right there in our ocean. And we're, we're single-handedly destroying it on our own by choice. So I just wanted to put that out there and then share with you some of the fun wins that are exciting. So the California state single-use serviceware or foodware law that went into effect on June 1st. So if you need utensils or a coffee stir or straw or condiments, it's by request only. That's so awesome and should have been like that from the beginning, right? Because so many times just dumped in the bag, you don't need it, you don't use it. Now, for future, you might forget to ask for it, but that's an easy thing to relearn, right? Most of the time we don't need it, especially if we're eating at home, you don't need utensils. So that is something that you have to ask for now. So that is a big win and saves restaurants a lot of money as well on a lot of waste. And then there's an assembly bill that's been passed and now going to the state Senate for the e-commerce packaging. So those plastic pillows or possibly bubble wrap, you know, that is something that they're going to look at now as well. That's a big one, a lot of waste there. Then there's a combined Senate bill and assembly bill 54 and 1080. And that requires producers to design plastic packaging that will reduce unnecessary waste and be fully recyclable or compostable by 2032. Wow. I hope they can get that done a little bit sooner, but that's a big one and exciting. You know, the plastic bags kind of was what are the the straws kind of move the needle a lot, but plastic bags, they've tried different things. They've banned them. They've brought them back. They've worked around it to give you bags, plastic bags that seem less like single use and more reusable by making them thicker. But 100 trillion plastic bags are used every year. 100 trillion. That number is really frightening. And the average life is 15 minutes. I mean, you just take your, your, your goods and then you use, you take it out, you get home and you throw it away. So that's a big deal. And that's just not sustainable if you think about where that all goes. And coming up, even with all these laws that are being passed to use less, 
it is projected that 40%, 40% increase in plastic production is going to take place over the next decade. So hopefully this will balance each other out because I, that just doesn't seem like that's going to be sustainable at all, depending on what the products are. I mean, plastic is a very useful material and lasts a long time when you need it to. But if you don't need it to, and it's just something that you're using for a short time, it's not worth the trade-off that you use something for such a short time and we have to find a way to dispose of it for years and years and years and hundreds of years to come. So there's also going to be another one, a Senate bill that eliminates single-use produce bags. So this is one of those tricky ones that I mentioned. So where they did the plastic bag ban and they made the single-use bag a little bit thicker and now it's considered a reusable bag. So they are saying that the produce bag, unless it's reusable, so maybe that makes it a thicker bag, hopefully not, recyclable or compostable. So there are produce bags that are compostable now, and those are great. And of course, we can always bring our own, right? Then the LA County Plastics Ban for May 2023, this ordinance uh, will require the single-use foodware that includes utensils, takeout containers, and cups to be compostable or recyclable. And it's also a ban on expanded polystyrene, and you may know that as uh, styrofoam products, and that it also requires reusable foodware at all full-service dining eateries. So that is very exciting. So it is happening, and I'm a happy girl. So, and the next one up too is the um, U.S. ban to the ban the sale of single-use plastics on public lands and national parks by 2032. So that's a good one. I mean, to to go to these places of beauty and then have people leave behind their plastic trash and it has no place to go. So that is next up. And then, of course, it's happening around the world as well. So Canada has single-use plastics a ban in place by the end of 2023. France has already put in a few different bans starting in January of 2020 with their plates and cups. Um, they have plastic packaging going into place and they have a government goal that's going to phase out all of the single-use plastics by 2040. We're not the only ones. And now even New Delhi and India, they just began a ban on single-use or disposable products as part of a federal plan to phase out this ubiquitous material. And it's a nation of 1.3 billion. So you can imagine how that will make a huge difference. So I just wanted to share those with you because it is happening. And I know some people really love their plastic and it is very convenient and it's not going away for what you really need it for, but the things that there's alternatives, you know, there's reduce and replace and recycle is really one of the last best efforts that you can do at the moment uh, until something better comes along. And so some of those really easy things like refusing or repairing before trying to recycle. I don't want to take away recycling because that's a that's still an option. But things like your water bottles or your grocery bags, your to-go containers, things that we use for a very short time that have such a, a lasting imprint for us and that makes such a huge difference to our environment and to our health we can really make a change for that. So I hope you enjoyed watching Rob Greenfield and Angela Sun and listening to their stories on um, their plastic and Rob's 30 days of trash, which was really quite impressive. And uh, Angela, where she started with her film, Plastic Paradise, and uh, where she is now. 
So coming up, I'm going to make a quick pivot to August because it's Pet Wellness Month. Yes, I've named it Pet Wellness Month. And you might think, well, wow, plastic pollution to pet wellness. But to me, it it all goes hand in hand. Green living, holistic living, sustainable living, one people and one planet. To me, it really is all interconnected. And you'll you'll see that and hear that as we as we have more shows and the people that we talk to, you'll you'll start to see how it how it really all comes together. So for pet wellness, it's a, it's a really good one. I know that there's a lot of fur baby parents out there and there is so much that we can do for them for preventative as well as treatment. And it's definitely making a change of, what, of how you can care for your pet now. And I'm going to speak of dogs in particular because that's what I have, you know, but even starting with the food, we, we, we give our dogs kibble. Kibble is the worst thing you can do for your dog. It's unregulated. It has all sorts of fillers and and dyes and just it's not nutritious at all in any way. It's not even supposed to be part of their of their diet, really. So that would be one. And from taking care of their teeth to acupuncture and ozone therapy and CBD and supplements, there is so much that you can do for your pet now. And I'm so excited to share it with you. If you love your pet, you're going to love this month. So I want you to stay tuned and join us for August of Pet Wellness Month. And if you like what you're hearing, share with your friends and share with your family and and definitely leave a review and we'd be happy to hear from you. So thank you so much. And we'll hear you next time on Green with Tiffany. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. You can find me at greenwithtiffany.com and on Instagram. Till next time, choose to care.